Happy Thanksgiving, friends. Are you guys ready for Thanksgiving? Yeah. Are you? I love Thanksgiving. You I won't even it. lie about it. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. So what we're doing tonight, obviously we're looking at Thanksgiving. It's, it's, it's really, really close. Um, but we um, do not have a special guest with us tonight. And um, the reason why is because we got together and we just talked about that. We just wanted to talk about what it is to develop a heart of gratitude um, just amongst us, you know, and what we're thankful for. I know that uh, I guess it was about a week or so ago I asked my Facebook friends what uncommon thing that they were grateful for and got a lot of great responses about that. Um, but beginning in going into this season, going into this, you know, with Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's and just already anticipating about what two, 2020 is going to look like, what is something that you are just like just immensely grateful for going into this, the end of this year? What would you say? Anybody? It's not like well, right now in my life, yes, um, I'm really grateful me, for... Me, you're grateful for me. That's what I was going to say. I knew it. All, All of us really were going to say that, that Jane. Okay, pick some, me and Number Jesus, one. and then what? For 2020, I'm grateful <laughs> for Jane. No, um, in this season of my life, I'm really grateful for um, spontaneity because it was really interesting. I, I had a photo shoot uh, like last week or something like that, and on my way home from it, I texted a friend, and I was like, hey, you wanna get Mexican? We met up at the Mexican restaurant, we sat there for two hours, and we sat and chatted and talked, and I was leaving, and it's just really interesting because you know I'm, I'm in this season where my friends and myself are going through a lot of transition, and so probably in the next five, 10 years, a lot of things will change for a lot of us, like marriage and kids and all of those things, and I was leaving, and I was like, it's not always going to be like this. Yeah. Like, I'm not always going to be able to just text my friend and us get Mexican food and sit there for two hours mm -hmm. or sit there for as long as we want. Like, right. I didn't need to get permission from anybody, you know, and, um, and just and enjoy that. And so right now in this season of my life, I'm really grateful for that because um, if, if I did have a husband and kids, I wouldn't be able to just do that, you know, yeah, because right. you have responsibilities, not because they hold you back, because it's just different. And yeah. so... It was just, it was just, it just struck me in that moment of like, man, I'm so grateful for the opportunity to be spontaneous right now in this season yeah. and um, be flexible. I have a lot of flexibility really in my life good. right now. And so I'm grateful for that yeah. um, because that's very unique to the season of life yeah. that I'm in. So, because yeah. I know a lot of people get in, in when they're single, they get so consumed with that. I want somebody, I want to be married. All my friends are getting married and having babies. They get so focused on that. And I can't tell you the number of times I've been like, you just enjoy this, yeah, enjoy yeah, this, yeah. because you will never again have a time, yeah. or it may be, you know, 30 years before you have a time again where you can yes. just say, let's have coffee because I'm free. Yeah. And that's yeah. not, there's no, I have to um, be concerned with the kids or the husband yeah. or whatever. Yeah. 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 So just enjoy it. So yeah. I'm so glad yeah. that you are able to enjoy the moment that you're in. Yes. And I think for a long time, I, I didn't enjoy it. Um, but I got to this place with the Lord where I was like, God, like however long you have me in this season, and it might not just be, it might be forever. I mean, I don't want to yeah. be like, it might be, for, you know, like, but you don't know, you have yeah. no idea. Yeah. And so however long you have me in this season, whatever season it, it's in, I want to live that season mm -hmm. to the fullest. Mm -hmm. I don't want to get to the next season and be like, oh my gosh, I wish, yeah. I wish I would have really savored that. And so I want to savor whatever season the Lord has me in. And so I'm grateful for those things that, that would be different if I was in a different season of life, you know, right. and um, it's just really, it's just, it's just kind of a fun thing. So that's cool. I'm grateful for that. Yeah, that's cool. How about you? Growth. Yeah. Yeah. This, this particular, this past year, I was going through my journal, knowing that we were going to talk about thankfulness. So 
I have um, a section. I'm not like you guys. I can't have a journal. It has to be a binder so I can add and move pages around. It has You're to be also a bookkeeper. So you <laughs> have, have like, you know. Journals are just too much commitment because what if I write something on that page and then I don't want that page? Anyway, <laughs> so I went to the section of my binder where I write down my praises, the things that, that have happened that I'm thankful for. And I just noticed that there was so much in my life that I'm growing as far as things that I'm saying yes to doing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, a year ago, I, if you had said, hey, let's, we're going to be filming Breaking Bread and you're going to be participating in conferences and teaching and speaking and leading a prayer meeting and teaching, you know, a small group uh, Bible study, I would have been like, yeah, you're crazy. Yeah, yeah. You're crazy because that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, I was like, God, I'll be faithful. Just, and he's taken me one step at a time. It's looking back at this year, I'm like, how did I do all of that? Yeah. How did I accomplish all of that? Went from doing nothing, but you know, just the standard work, but in, in, in the ministry side of things, in the faith side of things, mm-hmm. I've really grown and done a lot. And only God could have done all of that in one yeah, year because I was scared to do any of that stuff. Yeah, I was, so you know, so I'm really glad that he has gently moved me from, from one thing to the next. And I can look back and go, oh, when I did that, thing it prepared me to do the next thing they have for me which prepared me to do which prepared me to do all the way up and now I'm actually anxiously anticipating what's the next thing and at the same time like I'm excited because he's been faithful through the whole thing every single thing that I've had to step out and do this past year has been scary has been scary in the sense that it's out of my comfort zone it's completely out of my comfort zone and I told God earlier I was like I'm done being comfortable it's you know asked me to do but the cool thing is is that he's done it gently. He didn't take me from doing nothing Mm -hmm. to the most extreme thing that I've done so far. He was like, okay, you're going to start by just talking to three ladies. And you know what I mean? And then it goes up to, okay, you're going to be filmed on Breaking Bread, which is still a little out of my comfort zone, Mm -hmm. you know, but so I'm just, I'm thankful that he is gentle, yet he's continuing to push me and spur me on. And I feel like I have, he's really helped me to see purpose. You know, like I, I have a purpose we all do. I mean, I knew my purpose to be a wife and a mother and, you know, but even more. Even so more. it just, it's, it's good to wake up and see that, you know, in That's my right. life. Awesome. What about you, friend? Probably, um, I love yours though, because I've gotten to witness a lot of it. So it's just so cool. Um, and I definitely did not appreciate being single. So I think it's really cool to see that God is using you and like developing and deepening those relationships with people. Um, for me, probably I would say, I mean, my life is so chaotic. I like, we call ourselves the, the traveling circus. Um, and so probably just what God has been teaching me in having life-giving friendships and relationships and being a life-giving parent um, and spouse. And I think the best thing about gratitude is when you start to be thankful for the things in your life, it completely can just change the posture of your heart. Mm-hmm. So whenever you're having those moments, I mean, every day is just crazy at my house. There's just, there's not really peace because there's always someone having a temper tantrum or someone needs to get wiped or it's just chaos. And so I think just being able to <clears throat> get to the point every day where I'm like, Lord, like, I love this. Mm-hmm. And someday it's going to be gone. And yeah. just like pouring into the people that God puts in my path, I think has been what I'm super, super grateful for. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys at this table, like I have life-giving Jesus-centered relationships with you guys, and um, it's just a gift. So, I think <clears throat> preparing for this our time together, I think that if I were to say um, 
the thing that I am most grateful for right now outside of the typical things would be like family and the Lord and those things that are so important to me. I am so grateful for vision and for favor and um, that God has given me vision because the things that that he has given me opportunity to do, whether it's breaking bread or planning a revival or those things, those are not from me. Yeah. You know, those, it gives me, it gives me chills. I know that I am fleshing out the purposes of God yeah. because he's given me a vision for these things. And then, so that's in one hand, but it's partnered with favor because God then sends people that help me to do these things. Like it's not just on you to do this. He has given me favor and, and favor that comes from the Lord over and over again in scripture. So when people, you know, give us resources, financial resources, God has given me favor with them. He's given our ministry favor and, and, um, and not just with certain denominations, but with multiple denominations because we serve one God. And, and that's our goal, I think, is just to point to the one true God and not get caught up in all of the minutia and the debates and the things that, that just cause so much division, but we keep it focused on the main thing and God is honoring that. Um, and when you talk about anticipation for I, this year, who would have thought you know, that we would have started a YouTube channel or that we would have had a revival or a, a um, been given access to journal population. That was favor of yeah. God yeah. that we would have seen 84 salvations because of that, you know, that that I would have. <clears throat> I mean, I, I could tell you more, uh, but there is just the fingerprints of God. Mm -hmm. It's so I would say vision and favor has completely transformed my life. Mm -hmm. And and I want to do whatever it is to just stay in that place. And I think it's a continue to point to the Lord mm -hmm. in whatever we do, right. you know? So um, that being said, what is something that is uncommon that, you're, that you would say, because, you know, for instance, when I asked that on social media, some people were grateful that they were sick, that this year they encountered cancer or they encountered death or they encountered things that they're grateful for because they've experienced God in new ways, yeah. you know? So that's uncommon. Yeah. What would you say something you're uncommon for, but God, thank you for that, for what I learned. Mm -hmm. What would you say? I think this isn't like a personal story, but it's something that incredibly impacted me. Mm -hmm. I remember one time when we were at prison and we were talking with the girls and I think we were talking about prayer or mm -hmm. something like that. And um, at prison, they have three different kinds of shoes. They have like black combat boot type shoes. They have these white clunky tennis shoes and they have orange slides like kind of like crocs um but they're just orange slides and i remember um we were talking about prayer and that kind of thing and and this older woman started talking and sharing a little bit and she was like you know i hated these shoes when i got here these orange slides and she's like i hated these shoes when i got here and they're just so ugly and you know just it's just you know it's prison you know and all these things and um and she's like but I, in the middle of the night, I, I was got on my knees and I was praying and, you know, this concrete floor is kind of hard on your knees when you're getting older and all of that. And she's like, and so I used my orange slides to, to pad my knees while I was praying in the middle of the night. And, um, and she's like, I'm just so grateful for it, for these shoes. And I just remember like when she said that, I was like, oh my word, like, can you imagine like that kind of like, first of all, that kind of like excitement about the Lord, you know what I'm saying? Like even in that place, um, and then that kind of gratitude for orange slides that are prison issued, you know what I'm saying? And, and so it was just, I remember that as like a striking moment in my life of, of an un uncommon like gratitude yeah. of like, wow, 
like it just so impacted me and um, that was just like such an incredible moment when she said that I was like I just can't imagine. Sometimes we steal back the enemy Yes. will try to steal from us and make us despise like those orange slides mm -hmm. and yet we steal it back and we're like no we're going to use it for the Lord you know mm -hmm. this thing that that we want to despise in our lives yeah. that if we give that to God that he can use that in it yeah, to point right. us to him yeah. you know and then we can be grateful for that hard ugly yes. thing you yeah. know go ahead Carrie I'm sorry I felt the same way when we went into general population for that conference earlier this year and one of the ladies got up and spoke and she told her story about how she was led. To, it was so impactful to me, and it was convicting. It was yeah, convicting absolutely. because she was um, being led into solitary confinement and had no idea how long she was going to be there. And she said, as and something like in the moment they came to get her, she chose to dedicate that time to God mm -hmm. at that very moment. And she walked out with her head held high and she said, this is for you. And she got into that room and, and she described the room and there was nothing in there but like a cot, a toilet. And she got a Bible and some paper and a pencil and that was it. And she proceeded then in that moment to write down everything she could possibly be thankful for while she was in there. And she said she filled pages, pages. She had like four things and then she read the Bible from cover to cover the time that she was in there. She said, I'm not going to waste this time. Yeah. And so she, and to me, it was so impactful because I don't operate like that. Yeah. On a, you know, like I want to be more like that mm -hmm. to where I can look at every situation. Clearly, it was awful to be led into solitary confinement. Mm -hmm. Clearly, it was not what she wanted and it was not a fun time. Mm -hmm. But she, from the moment she found out she was going, said, this time is for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like, I want to become so in tune with God that even as I'm going through a rough time or maybe not a rough time, just something I don't like doing, yeah. right? Or a boring time or whatever it is um, where I can say, I'm still going to dedicate this to you and I'm going to look yeah. around and I'm going to find everything I'm going to be thankful for and I'm going to take as much time as I can to, to get to know you more. Yeah. You know, she read that Bible cover to cover because what else do you have is time, but she could have sat there and grown angry and bitter. <clears throat> and cried and, and raged or whatever it was, you know, and, and just thought and thought and thought on the reasons why she was in there mm -hmm. instead of... And every reason not to be grateful because... Yeah. Because there's I plenty, mean, there's way more of those. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I, I'm not there yet, but it was so convicting and yes. it was so powerful to think if she can do that, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Then, then how much more can I walk in that when it's a season of you know, my job isn't exactly what I want right now, or the finances aren't where I need them right now, or this child is rebelling right now, or whatever yeah. it is where things aren't great. Mm -hmm. um, I want to, I can't say that I am, but I want to become the kind of person mm -hmm. that says, okay, I'm going to dedicate this to you. This is a not fun time, and I dedicate yeah. to you, God. And she feels like, you know, I mean, where she, that's one thing that, I mean, you guys have now done prison ministry with us for a season, um, but Jessica and I, that's what launched Altern Ministries, is that we saw people walking in freedom behind mm -hmm. bars. This actually, they were actual prison bars and had more freedom and, more you know, joy. more joy and more thankfulness. They, they would find it. And I yeah. think about, you know, we may feel like, we're in a prison of a bad marriage or a prison of our child is never going to come to Jesus or a prison of negative self-talk or a prison of over compulsive eating or do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And yet in that prison, we can find things to be thankful for, you know, and what are we going to focus on? The enemy wants us to be focused on sin and defeat and failure. But if we begin to shift our eyes and shift our focus and, and develop mm -hmm. that thankful heart, I think we'll begin to see beauty where 
we saw prison bars before. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, I know. And it's, all, it's about our perspective. That's why the word you know, tells us to think on things that are That's true right. and lovely and noble and um, praiseworthy. And you read over mm -hmm. and over and it sounds like your praise will ever be on my lips, mm -hmm. right? And that we are to enter into his courts with thanksgiving mm -hmm. and that take everything to Jesus. Don't be anxious about anything, but with thanksgiving, you know, present it to him. And there's a reason for that is because oftentimes your circumstances don't change. They're not going to change. They're going to change when it's time for them to change, mm -hmm. right? Um, but you can't change them today. Yeah. And so, but you can change your perspective. I know that there, you know, in certain relationships I've been in, or even in my marriage, there was a time where I was like, oh, this isn't the best, right? It's hard. And it was hard, whatever. And, and, um, as my perspective changed and I began to say, you know what, I'm going to be thankful for everything that is great, everything, no matter what it is. Um, the situation didn't change in the moment, but I was no longer angry, you know, because I was able to come with a thankful and praiseworthy heart. And God knows that there's a lot of times our circumstances are completely out of our control, you know, and, but our mindset isn't, our thoughts are not, and our words are not. And so to be thankful, to find anything, to be, and that doesn't mean like, I don't think we should be thankful for, for the, the bad, bad thing. Yeah. We don't yeah. need to be thankful for something going right. wrong, but you can be thankful for the God who's in it with you. That's right. Yeah. 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 There's a verse in, I don't know what book of Bible, in the New Testament that says something along the lines of like, give thanks for this is God's will for your life. Mm -hmm. And I love that because, you know, so often we're like, yeah. what's God's will? What's God's will? And he's like, give thanks. Yeah. Like that's yeah. my that's will yeah, for yeah, your life. And, and I'm like, I just feel like that verse is so striking yeah. because, oh my word, the last thing when I'm trying to figure out what my life, you know, yeah. is to give thanks. That's right. my last inclination. And yeah, he says, give thanks. This is my will for you. There's a verse, uh, and I don't remember where it is either. I think in Corinthians it says to do all things without arguing or complaining mm -hmm. so that you will shine bright. You'll be a blameless and pure child of God and you will shine bright like a star in the universe as you hold out the word of truth. Mm -hmm. And the, the, the point in that is if you're thankful, you can't be arguing and complaining. If you're praising God, then you are going to be pointing towards him. You're going to shine bright because the world is plenty argumentative and um, they complain plenty, but you cannot complain and be thankful at the same time. Yeah. That's interesting. I, Philippians 4, 6, and 8 is be anxious for nothing, but in prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, mm -hmm. let your requests be known to God. And then the peace of God that transcends all understanding will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. But what I think is so key is that be anxious for nothing, but in prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. So like a, a thankful heart is really a worshipful heart. You're thanking God and you're worshiping him. And that takes, that takes place where the fear wants to yeah. be anxious for nothing. So I, that fear will go away if I can replace it with thankfulness. Yeah. Do you know right. what I mean? Like, I, I don't want to go to the doctor. I want to go to the doctor. I don't want to get this lump checked. And what if this lump checked is cancer and what, you know what I mean? Like whatever, as opposed to thank you, God, that I have a doctor that I can yeah. go to. Thank you that there is medicine. Thank you that there is hope. You know what I mean? Or whatever it is where, wherever there is fear that is going to take hold, how beautiful would it be if there could be this great yeah. trans exchange. transition? Yeah, exchange. Yeah. It's interesting. I think that's how you overcome. Yeah. That, yeah. You think that's how the cultivation happens? That we cultivate that by it's by choice, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You take every thought captive. Yeah. You take every thought captive, and you choose to walk in faith. And there's fear, and there's faith. That's it. There's fear, and there's yeah. faith. You either walking in fear and anxiety, or you're walking in faith and thankfulness. Mm -hmm. And so, but it is a choice. You have to 
be mindful of what you're opening your mind up to, mm-hmm. right? What are you listening yeah. to? What are you, who are you surrounding yourself? What are you reading? What are you watching, right? And so then good. what seeds are being planted? And then, you know, are you thinking on those things? What yeah. are you thinking on? Because you're cultivating, you're growing, you're nourishing the things that you think on. Yeah. So once you open your mind to it and then it's in there and you begin to cultivate it by yeah. thinking on it, you can either think on things that are true and praiseworthy and lovely and holy in God's word, mm-hmm. or you can think on lies and fear and anxiety, right? Yeah, and then that true. grows. And as that grows in you, it begins to become your belief system and out of belief systems come behaviors, right? right? right. And so it's a choice from the very, very, very beginning. Mm-hmm. What, am I al- what am I surrounding myself with? What am I allowing in? Yeah. What am I allowing? What words am I allowing to come in? And then what am I choosing to think on? And then what am I, you know, before you know it, it comes out of your mouth. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we have to choose to be thankful. Yeah. And that comes from focusing on God. Mm-hmm. And even in every circumstance, right. the bad ones too, yeah. the bad ones where she was, had yeah. these ugly shoes and she's in prison mm-hmm. and the floor is hard and it's cold. And yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. But she chose to be thankful. Absolutely. I love that concept of like surrounding yourself with what is true and honorable and noble, because I also think too, like, not even because sometimes I think as Christians we can be like well I'm not surrounding myself with lies and with evil and with you know whatever but sometimes it's like surrounding yourself with mediocre yeah you know and that's where I feel like I personally get tripped tripped up is like I've surrounded myself with mediocre you know and I've surrounded myself with things that aren't bad it's not a sin yeah yeah it's like it's not that you know but it's like is this building me up like is this glorifying the Lord and and so in my own life I'm like oh like I can start to see myself become apathetic because I've surrounded myself with apathy you know and so it's just a really interesting thing because it's like oh sometimes it's not like a you know everybody would call that a sin or whatever you know well Um, Satan's not Satan's sneakier than that and he's not if you're if you are a confessed Christian and you're trying to walk for the Lord, he's not going to come at you with what looks to be a blatant yeah. evil sin, or evil. Sin. Yeah. yeah. He's, yeah. he's sneaking in with complacency, yeah. you know, yeah. or just, just little, little twist of the truth. Yeah. And, and that's where he gets you. 